this is Coaching Queens 2020, and I'm Queen Bee Baumgarth. <laughs> and I'm Queen Bee Burrow. Already, we're already laughing. That's oh, they're great. recording against me every time. <laughs> Isn't it 2021? But it's 2020 vision. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. That's why the little line's in there, because it looks like our glasses that way, too. Uh, it's little, little subtle stuff like that. But today, we have Kevin and Lisa from Minds performance how uh, what performance thank you <laughs> welcome to coaching queens <laughs> we're coming off of vacation and our brains are scrambled eggs so peak performance mindset coaching lisa's at the top of a mountain and Kevin's in Hawaii. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it right now. Yes, thank you. So, okay. So what we like to talk about is inner peace. And everybody's a little different with their inner peace, what it looks like, how they apply it. Some people take that chaos they grew up with and they know, but they've turned it into something constructive and it makes them feel peaceful, which is weird for me because I like calm, but hey, whatever floats your boat, that's kind of my thing. So how do you guys, well, first off, we met each other on C-suite and then I introduced Joan to you guys. So it's kind of like this big circle on how we met and now we're part of the Ho-O-Pono group. Woo! Ho-Ho Pinocchio. And we meet up on Monday nights and we join Kevin for his coffee call Tuesday mornings. And then we join Kevin and Lisa for their live on Facebook about an hour after that. Yeah. See, she's got his coffee mug. Right. Mindset from the mountaintop at 10 o'clock yeah. on Tuesdays. Yes. He's been having fun yeah. with that. So how did you guys achieve inner peace or your version of inner peace is really what I should say. Oh, okay. Let's, then there's an assumption built in there. That, um, <laughs> achieved inner peace. It's, it's <laughs> Thank called, you for, it's called divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. True story. Oh goodness. Oh goodness. Um, yeah, inner peace, inner peace is interesting because it's not just calm. You know, it, you, can, you can be in a nice calm place and everything be quiet. It doesn't mean you have inner peace, does it? True story. I yeah. know some people. <laughs> so, Peaceful. <laughs> inner peace uh, from the first word comes from inside and that you know there's there's different ways there um, and some people get, can achieve it so much easier than many others I would have to say it's a for me it's about learning to connect to your own divine inner wisdom and and what I mean by that is we are raised to give our power away to everyone. We give our power away to our parents, we give our power away to our teachers, we give our power away to people we consider authority figures or people who know more than we do. And so what creates that anxiety and that stress is that we don't trust in ourselves. So when we learn to have the courage and the fortitude to trust in our own inner guidance and inner wisdom, it may go against what other people think is right. But if I know deep down in my core 
that this is right for me, then I have inner peace because there may be chaos going around me, but if I'm in alignment with who I am and I can trust in my decision and trust in me, I'm good. Yes. <clears throat> True story. Force is good. It is. That was when I learned how to trust in myself was when I filed for divorce because all of a sudden I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> what did I do? Yeah, I can't be alone. I'm scared. I, you know, I've been with this person for, you know, better part of my life over 30 years. And how am I going to, you know, how am I going to function? And you know what? It was one of the greatest, hardest things I ever had to go through in my life. And one of the scariest things, but one of the most transformational experiences. Yes. And, and you know what? That, so you say, okay, then now get into your learn to trust yourself and, and get into alignment. That's not easy. No. That's, that's why Kevin and I do what we do because mm -hmm. I, 20 years ago, I was suicidal. 20 mm -hmm. years ago, I couldn't function and I didn't have a sense of self. I didn't have a sense of purpose. I had so many things going on in my life. So it's a journey. And, it you is. know, and, and Kevin's been through his own journey and he's amazing. And, you know, we were talking about Hawaii before for people who want just a simple technique, he taught this to me. And I use this with all my clients now is a Hawaiian technique. And you can talk about that, Kevin, is that um, is it called Hakalau? Hakalau, yes. Hakalau. Hakalau. What is this? I'll let Kevin go into it. Yeah, well, yeah, I can get into that. It's funny. We're talking about inner peace and I'm sitting here and I'm listening to lisa and listening to the rest of you and i'm just sitting here and I'm, I'm as peaceful inside as possible and that happens in several ways but you know first of all uh we're talking trust in alignment and you know having trusted who who i am in who i am and being completely aligned is, is a big part and then the ability to and i'm not saying this is an easy thing I've been doing it for so long, the ability to really just uh, get the mind chatter out, get that monkey brain out, you know, otherwise you got to feed it a lot of bananas continuously. <laughs> mind throws poop. It yeah. throws poop everywhere. Freaks out. <laughs> I got to bring out the muzzle and yeah, that that's a big thing. It's like nobody wants to be with their own thoughts. And it just, it snowballs, especially with the kids. Some people are scared of their own thoughts. Mm -hmm. I've been scared you know, of my don't own Don't let thought. me alone with myself. Jeez, I'm going to, God knows what's going to be there. Yeah. My husband said something to me last night. We were headed into town. I needed a service card for my phone. And he asked me, he goes, have you ever looked at the fact that the people who haven't really had to struggle a whole lot, they're like a tree? A tree that's never seen wind, it's never seen any of that. He goes, so under the first amount of stress, they break. He goes, but you've got these 150-year-old trees that have seen hurricanes and tornadoes, but they, they barely move. He's like, that's kind of like what this whole healing process is. He goes, the more we see, the stronger we are, we can trust ourselves. And I'm like, well, that was deep for a ride to Walmart. <laughs> I just came out of nowhere. I was like, I, I didn't know I had to put on that thinking cap. And he goes, that oh, just hit me. And then he just went back to talking about food. And I'm like, okay. Squirrels. Oh, it's That's interesting. Great... I'm sorry. Go ahead. go ahead, Kevin. 
Um, just really, I was reading a book by Brene Brown, Braving the Wilderness, and in there she talks about Maya Angelou and one, and one of her poems. So when, just when you were talking about the tree, she, she refers to, you know, the strength of like being a tree by the river and the roots are so strongly embedded. It's like, I shall not move like a tree trunk by the river. And when you're in alignment, you do feel that way, but it depends on how deep your roots are. Like one of my favorite trees in the whole world are weeping willows. Mm -hmm. And growing up, we had two next to my parents' house and I used to climb them. I spent so much time in them. There was a big hurricane that happened in the 80s and both of them were upended and they died because they had shallow roots. So when you talk about the tree, it's about how deep are your roots? How deep is your foundation? And, and that comes from healing and going through all these processes. I had a client years ago who had been sheltered his whole life and had no foundation of how to deal with adversity. So he was a mess by the time he went to college and he had no coping skills, none. And so adversity is a teacher that we need to welcome and look at as a gift. Oops. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, adversity is a gift that when you learn to look at it for what it is and the Ho'oponopono is about having gratitude uh, and thanking it saying, okay, yes. I got my lesson. Thank you. I'm not going to hold grudges. I'm not going to hold on to this anymore. I'm not going to carry that, you know, 50 pound ba backpack full of bowling balls. I'm going to put this down and just walk mm -hmm. away. That's what, you know, I, when I brought up the divorce, cause you do know, that I'm on my fifth wet marriage. No, I did not know that. I, yeah, Five times. It took, it took All right. Okay. At least in that defense, on one of the shows, I said I've been married five times. I was using my hand when I was talking, and then all of a sudden I realized I had both. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's my high school education. It's it's St. Louis for you. Um, but anyway, it took me. I learned from each one because I I lived a very sheltered life, and and mom and dad were always there to pick up pieces for me it wasn't until i was 40 till i learned that it's like hey let's take responsibility for this let's let's go forward and 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 own your mistakes and and say who you are and 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 i did and things just fell in in into place but it you do go through that it, it's funny because gene's a a little bit younger than I am. And I said, did you ever think you'd be married to a 50 year old? And he said, yeah, when I was 80. And I thought, oh, aren't you funny? <laughs> Isn't he funny? But, uh, but yeah, you just, you get, I know what turmoil it is like. It's, it's, it's not, it's not worth it. I do get scared of my voices at times because I go from something from, because I'm ADD on top of it. And, and I go from second grade to, to now to something that, you know, and I, I, I go back and, and forth and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm used to my voice. My brain scares my husband, but I'm used to it. <laughs> okay. That was good. <laughs> so you guys, oh, go ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry. Uh, when you were talking about the tree, uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it rang true to me what, what, my wife and I went through when we adopted our first child. 
who had been in seven homes before ours at the age of five and a half. Mm. Um, it was a very um, volatile 10 years before he got the help he finally needed, even though he was getting all the help that the system could give him. And constantly, time after time, we'd say to ourselves, because we were committed, we, we we were really committed before we made the decision to bring him in the house. We made sure we were committed. So we say to ourselves this, that we're going through this and we're going to be stronger. And and it was that. We, we came out of it extremely strong. The roots had gotten deep and the, the tree limbs were very flexible, right? We're very, very strong. And, and maybe that's part of the reason uh, I can have inner key peace a little easier. When I, when I look at the, the events I've been in, uh, and I can look back to specific things, specific things going wrong, and I somehow just click to, okay, what am I gonna do next? And maybe that's that maybe that's what allows me for that inner peace where I don't have to ruminate on everything that's already gone on. And I just allow myself to say, okay, I'm gonna have to do something. That's part of taking responsibility, like John said, right? I'm gonna have to do something to fix this or come out of this. Um, and I will, and that's okay. I just don't look back. That's uh, we did an interview one time, and uh, the gentleman said that fear only lasts a couple seconds. Is how you react to it. It's fear is present in the future and in the past, mm -hmm. you know. And but at the present time, it it just like because you know I I play in my I play out the what ifs is is what I do. What what if this is going to happen? What if that is going to happen? And then I play it out, and it's and it's not that bad mm. i survived i'm still you know i mean i the heart attack has helped me considerably have inner peace because you know i had that brink of of being there and not knowing if if i'm going to survive or not and and so the house gets foreclosed on i'm not saying that's going to happen but i'm i yeah we'll get through it We'll, 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 we'll get through it. I'm still breathing and, and we'll get through it. That's, that's a back to the trust. Yeah. And that's not only just a trust in yourself. That's a, the trust in the universe. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. If you've lived and survived all these years, you have trust that it's going to continue. It's going to continue until it's over. Right. Exactly. I, um, I used to fly every single week, twice, sometimes four times a week for years so i've been on a lot of flights i've been on a lot of takeoffs takeoffs are the most scariest part of a flight unless you're unless you're coming down in this in the street lights you see in below you you think are landing lights because they're supposed to be landing lights but they're street lights because you're much too low um yeah that got a little scary too but i was the only one awake so i said well i'm the only one who's gonna see us die <laughs> well, <laughs> but no, you, I, I have that trust that in the only thing I was concerned about, I wasn't concerned about me. 
I was trusting that whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's completely out of my control. There's a trust that once you know something that's completely out of your control, you have to trust in that something good will come out of it. And so, you know, I used to trust that, you know, whatever's going to happen, if anything happens to me, my family's going to be looked after or going to be taken care of. I didn't go to the fear. And maybe that's something about that inner peace that's been in me for a long, long time. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But uh, that's that's how I feel. And I think that trust is a big part, like like you brought up earlier. You know, I, I have to say, for me, it's been the fear of the fear has always been the issue. And I have a mantra. If, I, if, if I'm afraid of something, I need to move towards it because that's a lesson. It's like, whatever I'm afraid of, I need to walk towards. And, and it's always been that fear of it that has prevented me. Once you get through the fear and get through it, it's like, it, it, it's never that bad. You always have a way of recovering. And, and it's the surrender and trust that someone's got my back. Like, I know, I know someone's got my back. Mm -hmm. And that I'm surrendering to whatever is meant to be. I just got the chills on that. So mm -hmm. for me, the spirituality, yeah. um, I'm not religious. I have a very deep spiritual practice that I have. But it's the belief that there's a higher power for me and that, that there's a purpose in this and there's a lesson in it. And I'm surrendering and trusting that whatever I'm meant to do, I'm going to be a better person on the other side of it. Yes. Okay. That's, that's good. I, uh, I'm an ordained minister, so I work with the Red Cross and, and when there is a fatality, I, if they want some spiritual guidance, then they call me and, uh, second Corinthians five, seven, we live by faith, not by sight is, is one of my favorite passages, mm -hmm. you know, faith, whatever people believe just spirituality, whatever it is, the faith is, is stronger than your fear. And, and, and all right, yeah. guys, I'm sorry. There's a gnat that's flying around. So if I accidentally clap <laughs> because you said, <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> we're doing a dance. Woo. Dance time. Dance party. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, and then I got a loop to loop gnat that's, that's going around. Okay. Well, we can't see it. So okay. yeah, you're good. You're All good. Right. <laughs> so you guys do this why coaching thing. Yes. And it mm -hmm. has me a wee bit fascinated because it so much mindset goes into a lot of this you know, how we decide to let our minds wander. I tend to look at it that the mind is the sixth sense and really the heart is where the power is. I don't, everyone else is like, why well, I, I got to go with logic. No, not always. Sometimes your mind's an idiot. My mind times, might be an idiot a lot, but you know, a lot of is. times your mind is the idiot. It's, it's the part that talks us out of everything. See, yeah. to me, one of the things that drew me to the why mm -hmm. was that so many of us don't own who we are. So when you understand and you discover what your why is, then you can be aligned. For me, it was life-changing and it wasn't stuff that I didn't know already. I already knew mm -hmm. it. It was just put it into perspective and help me feel grounded. Yeah. Like Kevin and I both share the same why, which is people who think differently. We challenge ordinary thinking. 
So, so <laughs> it, it manifests in different ways. My way of thinking different is different than him, but we both love to work with people who are innovators and people who like to think outside the box. That's where our comfort zone is. We also, and that comes from here. So when you're pitching your business or when you're talking to someone else and someone starts to tell their story, like Kevin so eloquently talked about his story about saving this, you know, this little boy. And I mean, one of the things that, I, one of the reasons why I wanted to partner with Kevin is because of his why and because of his heart, because he went into this for the right reasons. And, and it's like, we truly want to be of service to others and help people. That's our, our why, you know, it's, it's, it's the people who, who are willing to try something different and we are, how is better way. That's more the structure of how we do things. And what we bring, what I bring is the ability to make sense of complicated situations and problems. I'm like a detective. Mm -hmm. Kevin is contribute where he likes to lift people up and, and be kind of in the background. And, and so even though we have similar wise, they manifest differently. And That's maybe Kevin awesome. can talk to how his why impacted him. I know for me, it was, it was, it was really amazing. Well, for my why, it was something I recognized and I was very aware of and I own. Uh, I think someone who's challenged, someone who uh, wants to, likes to be different and challenge the the stereotypical, the status quo, whatever. I think they, um, I think there's a word for it when you're younger, which was me, geek, right? <laughs> no, I was the geek. I was the one who was proud of being a geek. I was the one who would dress differently on purpose. I was the one who would say things that just almost sound random. They weren't random for me. You know, I, I've been using that kind of thing, that kind of being different all my life. And uh, so, yeah, it rang so true. And I said, you know, wow, this is, this is not just about me, who I am in my business. This is about me, who I am and have been all my life. And it was, it was really cool. Uh, I thought Contribute would have been a lead and it was a lead. It's, it's right up there uh, in the top. Uh, because that's also something I've been all my life is someone who wanted to jump in and help out and someone who said yes many, many, too many times. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it's that finding your why isn't, it's just an eye opener. The next step is to, is to then use it and then use it for yourself moving forward recognizing your strength which is what finding the why was right so mm -hmm. recognizing a, a strength of ours what drives us what really drives us in all of our life in every part of our life uh, finding your strength is one good thing but but then using it that's the next step that's awesome wow. That is awesome. That's got to help your clients a lot of times to um, <clears throat> begin to find their own inner peace because now they may have a better understanding and they can kind of learn to stand in that like, oh, okay, this is real. And then that confidence starts to grow. And then the there's that little dark side of the soul thing that usually happens where everything vomits all over and then they calm down at least that's my experience <laughs> so, so like, here's here's an example i had a client who his wife simplify he didn't own it because 
he, he was actually embarrassed about it because he was a consultant to um, engineers, an engineering company. And so he'd get this five-page email that was very complex and very complicated. And he'd respond in four bullet points. And he's like, how can I justify the hours that I put in because I make everything really simple. And so I can get it done really quickly. And he really struggled with charging. Once he owned that, and we talked extensively about the fact, I said, look, you offer incredible value. It's mm -hmm. your lifetime of experience. It's not your hours. It's mm -hmm. not the hours. It's, it's, your, it's your brilliance. And your brilliance is you can now explain to the lay people what these engineers are talking to, about. Because I don't want to hear five pages of complex of how. I want the nitty gritty basics. Otherwise, you're going to lose me. And so mm -hmm. he tripled his prices. Wow. And you can also use your why in your branding. So it's not just your own personal why. Like now that I know, now if I knew what the both of your whys were, I would know how to talk to you better. I would know how to communicate. And I would also know what type of positions in my company would work best for you because that then, then you, we put you in alignment with who you are. So I know you. And when you add it to your branding, you figure out what's the avatar, who, who am I talking to and what's their why? And then you integrate that in your business. So you're speaking from here, right? Yeah. It's the limbic brain that makes those decisions. It's the feeling part of you. And when you can speak to someone's why, people are much faster in making their decision. Because there's, how many coaches are there out there? Millions, millions of coaches. I need to speak to their why that, that you know, and, and to make them understand that I can be of service to them. Otherwise, I'm just another coach. Well, we'll find that out. We'll have that information and stuff so people know how to find out their why yes. and all this. And we're going to end this. We want to thank you guys for for coming aboard and, and yeah. being our guest, being our friend. And stay yes. with us, and we'll be back right after this. Finally, a better way to hold your phone. Introducing Steady Straps. Made here in the USA, Steady Straps are high quality, flexible straps that adjust to hold virtually any phone comfortably and securely. Steady Straps are washable and come in a wide range of colors and styles. See them all at SteadyStraps.com because they're so visible, they're the perfect promotional item to advertise your company message or logo. Learn more at SteadyStraps.com. That's SteadyStraps.com. And we are back. That was pretty awesome. I love them. I do too. They're so awesome. I love that they think outside the box. I love how spiritual they are. They're just so grounding to talk to. And we always laugh every time, even if we're just on one of their Facebook lives. It's like our humor comes through. You know, it's just, it's great. Oh, and I love, oh no. <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 ho, ho, Pinocchio. Sorry, yeah, we're we'll not have trying information to on how to get a hold of them and, and how to find out your why, which is really interesting. It really is. And uh, we just, it was a good time today. We have July 8th, we have Elise Grandma Sparky Bridges that is going to be on. Ooh. And the 15th, we have Harold Long. And yes, then on the do. 22nd of July, we have Dan Goodwin. That's going to uh -huh. be fun. Yes, it is. 
going to be right, a good time. All right, guys. I thank you for spending the time with us. And I just want to leave us by saying, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. And I screwed it up again. <laughs> and give you peace. <laughs> and give you peace. You guys, I'll get, I'll get it straight. It's one of my favorite prayers. I don't know what it is about the camera. I don't know what it is recording as soon as I just get my, my brain is realized. It's fine. I don't know. All right. Bye, guys. Thank <laughs> you. Bye. Bye.